Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi everybody and welcome to this bonus episode of Wild Wild Podcast and I'm very excited to be able to do an episode where we talk about one of my all-time favourite films, Antonio Margariti's Castle of Blood, aka Danza Macabre or Dance Macabre or lots of other things as well I'm sure. Castle of Blood. This is the shocking drama of a young writer who disregards the warning of his master, Edgar Allan Poe, and accepts a wager to pass the night in a castle of mystery and legend. The Castle of Blood. No one has ever witnessed and survived the awesome secrets, the ghostly events of this castle of the damned. I've dreamed of this night. At last I can go away with the man I love. You can't leave, Elizabeth. You're trapped in this castle. Here, the dead rise from their tombs once a year to repeat their hideous crimes of murder and passion. Kiss me. Oh, yes, my dearest. Keep on embracing me. I want to absorb the warmth of your body. For a moment, I thought that your heart had stopped. I'm dead, Alan. Every death is repeated tonight. Come. No, Elizabeth. Edgar Allan Poe's most gripping, chilling drama of horror and suspense. Castle of Blood. Um, And the reason that we're talking about this today is because I'm very excited to welcome onto the podcast, Patricia Basanti of the, and I'm going to, the pronunciation is going to be terrible here, of the Society Cinematographique Layer, layer, something like that. You can say this better than me. But anyway, 
Uh, and you're working on a restoration of Castle of Blood, which is why we are talking today. So could you just uh, introduce yourself a bit better than I did and tell us, tell us a bit about you and what you do at the Society? Yes, so Société Cinématographique Lire, um, which was named after the instrument, the musical instrument, the, the Lira. Um, in 1952, my father was uh, just uh, in France, for, had been in France for a few years from Italy and was working, starting to work in the film business and um, basically uh, using the fact that the co-production agreement with Italy was very fresh then, it was from 1948, um, he started doing co-productions and did that for about 15 years. And then all sorts of other things in, in the film industry. Uh, then he died in 87 and my mom and I uh, have taken over successfully after him um, and have uh, devoted ourselves to two things. First is uh, making sure that the films he produced were still seen today and uh, acquiring also other, other titles. Um, as part of the work to make sure that the films from the 1960s, 1940s, 19 whatever, are still seen today, there is uh, a lot that goes into restoring them. Mm. Uh, because they have uh, weathered uh, many years of sometimes neglect or in any case uh, of storage and uh, also because with the advent of the digital age uh, we find ourselves uh, being asked for a quality of image that was not uh, found in uh, earlier years. So um, I'm really excited to be uh, talking to you also because you have been one of the supporters of our crowdfunding campaign to uh, restore Castle of Blood or Danse Macabre, which is a French and Italian co-production, uh, as, as you said, by Antonio Margheriti. And, uh, and so we are about to show it to the public, uh, both in, in France first, and then also in the United States. Oh, great news. We are very excited about that partnership too. And, and, it's, and it's a beautiful, beautiful restoration. And um, I'm not saying this because I um, sort of oversaw it, uh, but because the technical people who worked on it did a really great job. Um, so we can discuss about that mm. if you want. Yeah, so the, um, yes, the crowdfunding campaign, um, you started that now about a, was it about a year ago, 18 months ago, something like that. And you've hit, I was looking at the site again today, which is on ProArt, uh, fr. And I can see that you are 103% of your funding target. So you've hit your target, which is great. Yes. Um, so film restoration, what kind of, because I've, I've seen the print that Severin previously um, released of a version of Castle of Blood they had that was very scratchy and damaged. Um, and obviously you were going right back to the negative. What kind of condition was that in? Yes, so um, as, as you 
as you rightly said, uh, when when we are restoring a film, we try to go back to the original uh, elements as much as is possible. Sometimes they are uh, damaged beyond repair, but in any case, the definition that we find on the original negative is always uh, so much better than any of the other elements that have uh, been, been made from that negative that we always try to um, recover as much as we can from the negative. In the case of Castle of Blood, um, the negative was in, I would say, moderate conditions. Um, there were scratches, there was, there was a lot of wear and tear from the years, from the machines, from various things, um, but it was uh, overall our main source. We have also used um, uh, a lavender, um, I think that's what you say, uh, 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 um, like a, a dub positive that comes from the, the negative. And we've also used a dub negative um, when there was a, a couple of little bits of scenes. It wasn't even a, a proper scene in itself, but little bits that we found uh, we couldn't find on the negative and which were uh, accessible on on other elements so we used those we tried to restore the uh, longest possible version that had been seen by publics of various nationalities before in europe because mm -hmm. the as you know the american version was quite different and and uh, mostly had a lot of scenes cut so we uh, we restored the European version, which was the, the 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 one that Margariti wanted. We went back also to what he proposed to the censorship in Italy. Okay. Um, so we hope that we have it all, but uh, we really looked around for any other element. And what we're going to do is put on a bonus on the DVD that will come out in France with Arthur's film, the editor. Uh, we'll put a, a small reel that we found, which is a scene that uh, was shot in one go by Margariti, but was only inserted in little bits. Oh, interesting. You will have the full scene in the, in the, in the Blu-ray DVD. Wow, okay, that's exciting. Yeah, because obviously there were, there were um, particularly elements of sort of sex and nudity in the film, which presumably were missing from certain versions. That's right. Yes, I think the Americans were uh, not not too happy with those. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that's right. And that is the one that we found. So what we chose to do is uh, there was an interesting bit of 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 of, uh, of uh, well information here is that. Uh, the Italian version had a little bit of that scene um, starting, say, at point A and finishing at point C. Uh, the French version started a bit later, so let's say B was the entry point, but would finish, went to the end. Both scenes in both versions had the same length, they just didn't start at the same point. So what we did was we restored the total that was seen either side of the Alps so that uh, the views would be in a similar position as those that had discovered the film in 1963. 
because one of the aims of restoring is not to make a new film it's to enable the viewers to just see them see the film as it was originally meant but better yeah i saw i think you put an image in one of your newsletters of how you'd found in the negative there was the imprint of a of an insect yes my blue insect yeah <laughs> Apparently, I learned at this uh, in, in this occasion because I was very excited. Apparently, it is something that is quite usual uh, to be found in in the various labs with which I've collaborated uh, for various restorations. They all said that they had a collection of insects, but they also all said that their insects were not so colourful as mine. So right. I'm very pleased about very good. that. So, um, so. You've yes, yeah, so you've raised this money, um, and I mean I don't know how much it costs, but film restoration is presumably quite an expensive process. So why did you choose this film, which is perhaps not as well known and not as commercially uh, sort of instantly recognisable as, as some other films, when it costs so much money to do it? It was a conjunction of things. Um, yes, you're right. Film restoration, when you well, there there are all sorts of of restorations. Today you can digitize uh, in, in HD, in high resolution, and some people will, will pass that as a restoration, but it's only basically uh, digitizing the film in a high resolution. Uh, you can work from that and do some improvements on the image, and it is a partial restoration. What we have done is really start from the negative uh, work on the negative to try to better its condition as well for preservation purposes. So that already takes some time. And then we have scanned it image by image um, and worked on the resulting files um, in 4K uh, because what we wanted to do is considering the, the state of the original negative, we wanted to be able to do a, a preservation at the end of our restoration as well. Um, so why do you choose a particular movie over others? Um, well, I have, in my catalogue, I have some classics from the 1960s, such as La Ventura or uh, Hands Over the City, Mani Sulla Città, or La Viaccia, or Il Bell'Antonio. Um, those I have restored already over the years, uh, in the last in the last few years, La Ventura in 2020, Mani Sulla Città just recently, it's just come out for the centenary of Francesco Rosi um, last November. Uh, so I'm also trying to devote part of my energy to films that are genre films, um, because I think they were a very important part of the uh, cinema industry, uh, in particular in the 1960s, 1970s, they, they were in effect probably what managed to finance the cinema industry then. Uh, most of the classics today were total flops at the time of their issue. You know, Il Gatto Pardo, La Dolce Vita did not work uh, with the public, when it was not appreciate, were not appreciated. Uh, what made the film industry go forward were pep, um, historical movies, um, I think you call them swashbuckling. Yeah, uh-huh. 
Sword and Sword and Sword and Sun. Channel, yeah. That's right. Um, that's a lovely name. And uh, also, of course, uh, thrillers and uh, jolly and horror films, fantastic movies, fantasy films. So all these films contributed to the history of cinema and to enabling us to see movies today again. Um, so I think they're important. So that's the reason why I restored uh, the uh, Black Sabbath, uh, I Tre Volti della Paura, also a co-production from my father. Um, we we have worked on uh, Li Invasori, which is the, I think in English it's Eric the Viking. Yeah, oh, er Eric the Conqueror, is it? Mario Bava's, anyway, yeah. yes, that's right. Uh, and uh, And so... It was a normal, um, I would say, a normal shift to to go for Castle of Blood uh, then, and I will continue also this uh, this work on other genre films that are in our catalogue. Um, it so happened that I had this editor, Artus Film from France, who had been asking me for Castle of Blood for quite a few years. Um, and I told him that I, I was not having enough money to, uh, to, to, to do any, any work on it. And also the negative was uh, difficult to get access to. Um, but then another editor from France also requested it. And I just thought, well, maybe there is, maybe there is a, a current interest with a film and maybe we can do something. And then I went to see uh, both the CNC, which is a Center for National Cinema in France, uh, which um, has been helping companies such as mine over the last few years to restore films. And they were interested, which I must admit I wasn't so sure about uh, earlier, just because, as you say, it's not a classic film. Um, and also I went to see the Cinémathèque Française and they were very enthusiastic about restoring and participating in the restoration. So all in all, these three aspects basically came all together. Um, I knew that I needed more money than what uh, these two entities would give me and that my private funds, I mean, this is a very, my company is very small. It's family run and it's it's independent, but it's it's small. Um, so I knew that the private fundings that I could funds that I could access would not suffice. Um, but uh, so we, which is why I had the idea to do a crowdfunding, and the crowdfunding was, as you said, successful and has enabled to um, lower the amount that my company has to put forward, which in turn means that I can do other restorations. Wow. So I'm very pleased about that. Last weekend, I received the uh, tote bag. Oh yes, with the with the image on it. So yeah, you've, you're offering, uh, and I think people can can people still get these? There are t-shirts and tote bags. At present, they are on sale at uh, the the bookshop of uh, Cinémathèque Française in Paris. Okay. So it's um, it's a I haven't put. Uh, any on sale online because uh well i didn't have very many made right but uh yes but it, it, it the nice thing is that uh did you uh did you like the uh, the poster that is mm. on it yeah it's really nice it's uh, so somebody has created this painting especially for your campaign 
It's a student, uh, an art student, um, Milana Kamieva, from uh, the Sorbonne in, in Paris, and mm. uh, the cinema section of the Sorbonne. And I, last March, uh, for a whole month, I ran a, a special competition among students at the Sorbonne, asking them to see the film and then create a work uh, that would be uh, used for the goodies of the campaign. And she, uh, we, we had a, a jury of eight people, uh, four students and four adults, four women and four men, uh, four professionals of graphics, design, and all sorts of things, and, 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 and four amateurs. And um, so we tried to make it very balanced, and they all decided all together that uh, this was the one work out of the many very good works we had, which really struck them as the best. So, and it, it does look good on the tote bag. I don't know if your, your um, you know, your auditors can, could see it, but. Uh. Yeah. I'll, um, yeah, I'll, I'll post, a, post out an image of this. So, uh, so if people are, are passing through Paris, they can come and get one from the Cinematheque Francaise. Yes, that's right. And, and, and maybe we can, we can edit more, but at, <laughs> at the moment, it's a, a small sure. quantity. Yeah. Perhaps we should have started with this question, really. Maybe if people haven't seen Castle of Blood before, could you just give us a brief description of, of the film and why you think people should see this movie? OK, um, I'm going to try not to reveal anything. Well, so. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Castle of Blood uh, is inspired by the universe of, of Edgar Poe. Um, and in fact, uh, the author appears as a character in mm, the film yeah. and tells uh, one of his stories uh, to a captive audience uh, of a journalist, English journalist, Alan Foster, and uh, Lord Blackmore. And Lord Blackmore happens to have uh, a, um, a haunted castle. Uh, near London, where he invites Alan Foster to spend a night, the particular night of 1st of November, um, and um, challenges him to survive the night. Alan Foster is not a believer in uh, anything surreal, so he takes up the challenge for a tenor and uh, starts on his journey. Um, both Edgar Poe and Lord Blackmore uh, bid them their goodbye at the gate of the castle. And from then, uh, Alan Foster will have a lot of encounters and some adventures. And well, that's it. I'm not going to say <laughs> anything more. <laughs> it's full of, it is full of surprises, this film. Yes, yes. It is, um, it's, it's interesting because it tells the stories of the various people that he encounters. Mm. So you do have some flashbacks and you have some very lovely music and you have some haunting music as well, which is made with a special instrument, um, which is actually a, a, a saw, uh, you know, oh. a, a metal saw. Yeah played by, uh, by an artist. Um, 
so yes, you have all sorts of characters. Everything is 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 indoors from then on. Mm. Uh, once he he enters the house, uh, everything happens indoors. But the uh, interior decoration is uh, um, well reminds you of any Gothic castle that you could find in Scotland, for instance. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and it's um, it was filmed in the. Um, well, it was filmed obviously uh, a lot in studios, but also just outside of uh, north of of Rome. Oh, okay. I don't think I, I assumed that the whole thing was um, studio based, but yeah. So they do actually shoot some of it in a real castle. The 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 castle actually exists. Okay. Now uh, it's not used as a castle anymore. It's a it's a museum, but the castle actually exists. Oh, so nice. all the exteriors are real. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and of course Barbara Steele uh, is is one of the people or spirits that he meets. She steals the show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yes, she she's definitely her lovely and intriguing and and uh, very mysterious self. Mm. Um, with uh, you know her, her her incredible eyes and uh, yes, yeah, she was really the 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 muse of all those. Um, 1960s directors of fantasy films. Yeah. So, uh, so just to go back, you said so. Your father, what was his name? My father was Alberto Barsanti, and he he was from Tuscany, and he came just um, after the war. Italy was, you know, in not good condition in terms mm. of work, but there were a lot of young people like him who were. Um, going to go into cinema uh, on on either side of the of the Alps, um, I think as a as a way to to um, show their vitality and their their their, their will to live. Mm. Um, so they they had a lot of um, great friendships and also uh, working on you know coffee coffee tables and. Uh, very exciting time, I think. You've mentioned a couple of films, but I wonder, could you tell us perhaps some of the other films that he co-produced or films that that he works on that you have in your catalogue? Yes, well, um, he was a great fan of historical movies. Um, so from the 1958 to uh, 1965, which is basically when the uh, sword and sandals uh, really uh, were made. Uh, mm. He participated in in some of them, like um, one version of the Cleopatra story. Oh wow! Uh, Anthony and Cleopatra. Um, then also um, some crosses between sword and sandal and fantasy. Um, he also did an Archimede, uh, you know, the, um, the story of the Syracuse siege. Mm -hmm. um by, by the by the romans and uh in fact he he had he had written a a, a, um, a script for the uh, leonidas uh story oh, yeah. the termopil but it never got made right uh so that was on that on that part then he did some uh comedies as well there is one which is called operazione san gennaro which is in in Naples, and it's uh, the story about two Americans who come to rob the, the 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 Naples treasure in the cathedral, and they get help from one of the 
very great Italian actors of the time in comedy called Toto. Oh, wow. Okay. Who was, you know, a, a, a Naples prince in yeah. real life. Yeah. So wow. Toto is in the film. Um, and I haven't yet uh, been able to work on that one, but it's on my list. Uh, then there are other films that uh, we have acquired since, from, for instance, some Bolognini films, um, Mauro Bolognini, who's uh, one of the really great directors in Italy, but not so well known maybe as others, because every single film that he made in his long career was different, totally different from the, the, the previous ones. And, and so he doesn't have a, a definite style. But he's a great, great director. So Il Bel Antonio is from Bolognini, of course, and that's one of the better knowns. But he's also um, had a, a great 1963 film with two French actors, Jacques Perrin and Alain Cuny. And then the Italian actress Rossana Schiaffino called La Corruzione, The Corruption, uh, which is a great film. And that's next on my list for restoration. How exciting. So um, you would, I've seen it again in your newsletters, talk of, um, of screenings of the restoration of Castle of Blood. Have you, uh, at some film festivals and things, did you show it at the Lumiere Festival? Yes, it was shown at the Lumiere Festival. It would just finish, just fresh off the start uh, of, the, of, the, of the finishing lines. And that was great because I always ask the audiences when I can be at the, at the screening um, whether they've seen the film before or not. And so the first, there were two shows, uh, two screenings at Lumiere uh, in October. The first one was with half the room was basically some professionals or people who were at Lumiere for, for work reasons. And the other half were young people. And I would say about a bit less than half had seen the film before. Um, but the second, the second showing, the second screening uh, was with a room uh, absolutely full of young people and only one person had seen the film before. So it was a discovery for most of those mm. uh, spectators. And that is really what I love because um, contrary to what one may think, uh, every time we show an old film, we get new spectators that come out and love it. So it's great. It's great. That's exactly what our work is about, basically. Mm -hmm. trans, trans, transmitting something from the past to the new audiences of the future. And do you have any plans for other festivals like Bologna or anything like that? Not Bologna, but we have uh, had some interest from the Fantasy Festival in Montreal oh. um, and also the Shanghai Festival uh, in, wow. in, well, obviously in China. Mm -hmm. um, the film was also screened at Toute la Mémoire du Monde in Paris uh, last March. And uh, that was a, a, a great, a great uh, show up as well. Yeah. Exciting. Um, so you've mentioned a few things that you're planning on working on. Is there anything? Are you able to tell us something that you that you, the next project, if it's or anything that that you've got that you're currently working on as well? That's perhaps in the similar area. Well, I'm working on on two things right now. One is a um, total um, 
yes, genre film, uh, which is called La Notte dei Dannati. Um, and I'm not sure what the English title would be for that one. Um, but uh, it's... Uh, the, the Night of something. Of the Damned. Okay. The Night of the Damned. Nice. Um, Yes, sounds promising. Yeah. Um, that is one. And then on the other uh, end of the spectrum, I'm also going to be working on the corruption, the one I... Oh, yeah. Had. Excellent. Well, I'm so grateful um, for you taking this time to talk to us. Um, Thank like, you very you know, much. I, I think this is a really important film and one that deserves to, to finally get attention. So I'm really pleased that, that you're doing this. And it's exciting that people will get the chance to buy it on Blu-ray and things when eventually it's, however long that takes, I don't know, but eventually it's coming, which is good news. Yes, it should be, well, by the end of the year, we should have everything because we're right now we're working on the bonuses. Cool. And we want the edition to have some really good stuff. So it takes a little bit of time, but it's worth the wait. Mm, okay. Well, yeah, thanks so much and uh, really appreciate it and good luck with, uh, with everything that's going on. Well, thank you very much, Adrian, for giving me the opportunity to talk to you and to your uh, audience. And uh, hello and, and good luck to everybody and have a good day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.